Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, my divine, sexy, lovely audience. I just want to take a moment to thank you for all of your support, all of your encouragement, all of your feedback. And remember, I love hearing about, you know, what you enjoy about the show. And if there's any, you know, topics you really want me to like dive in and talk about and explore, you know, reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me at, uh, you know, GaiaMorissette.com. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can reach out on social medias, like in the show notes, there's all these, you know, there's details on how you can reach out to me. But yeah, I really, if there's topics you want me to cover, that you're just dying for me to talk about, um, let me know and uh, we can, you know, we can make it happen. Okay, so today's topic is going to be about how, as a, as a dom, how do we help our subbies expand their sexual desires and their kinks to new possibilities? Okay. So, you know, I was talking with one of my little subbies who is quite fabulous. And, um, you know, when he first came to see me, he really, he was really into, and he still is, but his, his big kink was ballet wear. And, and so, you know, when he would come to sessions, you know, I would, you know, I would tell him what to wear and he loved that. And, you know, a lot of times I get him to do either some stripping for me or some ballet and intermission, <laughs> ballet dancing and his ballet outfits. And, you know, he really loved that. And it was this like baseline of his awareness of where his desires were. But as I am, you know, the corrupter, <laughs> I'm all about, let's explore. I'm all about the exploration. I was like, okay, well, what happens if we try, like, okay, so there's some aspect of like, you know, you know, figuring. And so, you know, it took me some time to figure out, okay, what is it just about the ballet gear that turns them on. So, you know, I asked lots of questions, gave me lots of feedback, collected lots of data. And I was like, okay, well, what if, let's see if I add him wearing a French maid outfit. Instead of, you know, his normal ballet gear, 
So, or his normal panty, because he really loves his panty wearing. And so, you know, every morning I get a picture of him in his new panties and, and he loves panty wearing. I'm like, okay, well, what if we, you know, add a French maid outfit to the, the scenario and, you know, and then add some servitude, right? So it's like building, right? It's, this is the whole idea about how as doms, we can help our submissives to expand and continue their sexual evolution. They don't have to stay at one level. That level will always be there. Their hardcore desires, their hardcore kinks, their hardcore, well, if it's a fetish, it's a, a different because it has to be there in order for sexual gratification. So, but your kinks, we can, you know, we can add more. And even from the fetish standpoint, we can add new components and new layers to it. And that's part of, you know, I really believe, well, it depends on what kind of dom you are, but me as a dom, I'm always seeking to make my subbies the best versions of themselves. And of course, I love corrupting people and the more, and I love exploring, like that's, those are my own personal gratifications and sexual turn-ons for, you know, um, doing what I do. So it's natural for me. It's like, oh, how can I push the envelope? <laughs> and how can I push it some more? So I added a French maid. It went very well. He loves his French maid outfit. And, you know, we explored that and, you know, he got to clean the house and he explored that. And I was like, oh, wow. He really, and it just like dropped into this new way of him being as a new aspect of his desire based on, you know, the fundamentals that he really likes dressing up in ballet gear. So then I was like, huh, what if we take it up tonight? What happens if we like, you know, put him in some slutty clothes, some slutty girly clothes with heels and stockings and lingerie and a dress. And, you know, what if we add that component and see, like I wanted to see what, you know, what was his arousal level going to be like? And so, you know, we had a session where it was all, you know, we did that and he just fucking loved it. And surprisingly, you know, very much turns me on actually dressing up boys as girls is a thing. <laughs> very much a thing for me <laughs> it's like I'm never gonna wear lingerie but you will <laughs> which is my own little kink I got going up so um so as I see him like it, you know the, the evolution and you know pretty much all of our you know, all of my clients in some capacity, I'm always like, okay, let's push it a little bit and add this new component. What does that add? And then, but see, and my clients are, and my subbies are always like, I didn't know I would, that would turn me on. I had no idea that that would turn me on. I'm like, of course you didn't know. Because the thing is, is that when we have our sexual arousal response gets imprinted, whatever it is, and we stay there. When we're spending time by ourselves, when we're, you know, having sex with people, we stay in our zone, our place in which we know turns us on. And exploring new possibilities may mean uh, a rejection or a fear that it doesn't work, or you may not get the happy ending that you were thinking you were going to get because it's not how the imprinting and your sexual arousal imprinting has, has been you know, has been your orgasmic patterning, basically your sexual arousal patterning. So a lot of times, you know, people stay at this is their thing and they stay at that this is their thing, but there's so much more to be added as a possibility. And as a dom, 
I get the beautiful, beautiful possibility of like, you know, because I've already done consensual non-consent with all of my subbies. Um, that's why we do a comprehensive intake session when I first see them. So I know what all their hard limits are. Um, so I know where I can push and where I can't push. And, um, and then I get to like, just step into the dungeon of like, Ooh, I wonder what this would do. I wonder what, what if I do it this way? Or what if I say this thing? Or what if I put them in that outfit? Or what if we add this component to, you know, now we're going to add some power exchange or, you know, some whatever humiliation, whatever it is to, you know, the already thing that I know that they enjoy. And that helps them to continue to grow in their sexual evolution. And it also helps me as a dom to continue to grow my sexual evolution, right? I knew there's lots of times where I like, kind of like, Ooh, I think that might turn me on. I'm not sure. So let's test it. And so when I then, you know, help the, you know, help my little subby to go to the next level of their sexual exploration. And I'm like, Ooh, yes, that very much turned me on. I had no idea I would get turned on that by that thing. And then that helps me to evolve. And then I get to come back into the dungeon with a whole new, you know, and, and, and it helps actually, because, it, you know, as a pro dom, I see lots of clients and each client has their own little, their own things that they enjoy. And we have our own little dance that we do together that we both get really excited about being spending time with each other. But what happens is, is that when I help one subby to become even you know, naughtier um, than they thought they could be. <laughs> My clients all want to be dirty, dirty sluts. They're just like, let me be dirtier for you. <laughs> so, which works well for me because, yeah, again, corrupter. It's part of my, it's part of my king's basket is I love corrupting people. <laughs> Ask any of my friends. <laughs> so what happens is that as their sexual evolution happens, so does mine. And then what happens is that then I bring it in. Now it's part of my sexual repertoire and I bring it in to the sessions with other clients and now they get to explore. So it's like this beautiful, like, it's this beautiful breeding ground. I love the word breeding. Uh, breeding ground. Um, for evolution, sexual empowerment, sexual liberation, sexual liberation and freedom. It's like an evolution of who we are. You know, there are things that turn me on now that if you had asked me even three years ago, I'd be like, hell no, there's nothing about that. I mean, I'm not going to, it's not, I'm no, I have no judgment. I'm not going to ache anybody's wow, but there's no way that that's going to actually do anything for me, like desire wise. And yet those very things that I would have said that about three years ago are like now on my top list of things that really turn me on and really get me going and really excite me. And so I just kind of, it's, you know, it's a piece where we don't really talk about of like, cause we can stay, especially in the kink world, we can stay in our kinks as we know them and our fetishes as we know them. 
and stay there and be very, feel very satisfied and very content because it's the place where you've craved and you've thought about, and it's like taps into your core of your being and you're being able to explore it, you know, in the exactly how you wanted. And so you reinforces that orgasmic patterning and, and you can stay there and be very happy and very satisfied for all of your kinky life, if you want. Um, however, I lovingly invite you <laughs> to add a new component to the things that you already do, whether it's more power exchange, whether it's more bondage, maybe there's some electric play, maybe there's some sensory deprivation, maybe there's some clothing outlet, you know, there, maybe there's a new version of a role, you know, like a role play that you want to, you know, that you do and you really like, but you add some new components to it. You don't need to change everything, but just slowly add and test out, hey, what if this is, does this take it to a new level? Does this take it to a new experience? Because the one thing I want to tell you about, no matter where you're playing in the realm of sexual exploration, whether we got the kink or just, you know, everyday kind of, you know, vanilla sex, is that the human body responds to excitement and ups the ante when it doesn't know what's going to happen next. It doesn't matter where we're talking about, what realm we're talking about sexual exploration, okay? If you do the exact same thing every time, your body's like, yeah, and you get to have your sexual gratification at that level whatever that level looks like for you, right? It's like, ah, it was good, happy, content, feel satisfied. But to play in the realm of epic, to be like, holy motherfucker, <laughs> to be like, I forgot my name and Jesus, whoo, holy shit. That comes from not knowing it's coming. The brain can't anticipate what's going to happen. And in that lack of anticipation, it can't process it so it can only be present. And it allows us to be more present in the moment because our brain doesn't know what's gonna happen next. As soon as it knows, okay, here's the sequence of events, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, it's like eating, mm, say mashed potatoes, for example, right? It's like, you know, mashed potatoes as one of those comfort foods that, you know, it's like, you eat it and you feel very, if you're really into mashed potatoes, uh, you feel very satisfied, you feel very content, it feels very stable, it feels good. Now, somebody throws some bacon bits in your mashed potatoes, it goes from like, oh, this is a great staple and I feel great to like, oh my God, this is so delicious. Wow, every bite has a new possibility, a new experience. It's still mashed potatoes, it's just got bacon now. So now it's like, ooh, <laughs> that's the same thing with our sexuality. And that's all I wanted to you know, share is, you know, like, take some moments to like add some new things. You won't be sorry. In worst case scenario, it doesn't turn anybody on and you have a good laugh with you, you know, you and your subby about, all right, well, that was a fail. Because <laughs> you can always do exactly what you know works. But it may be something that you discovered that you didn't know. It may be something that your subby gets to discover that they didn't know. I can't tell you how many times 
the look of just like awe in my subbies eyes when they're like, I didn't know I could feel like that. I didn't know I could be turned on like that. I didn't even know that that was a possibility. I didn't know that I've been missing my whole life, not knowing that I really, really wanted to do that. And that is the beautiful, beautiful add-on to how to spice up even your kinky life, right? Or even your vanilla life, same thing. If there's things that you enjoy, you both enjoy doing, um, you know, break the sequence, do it in a different order, add something slightly new, all right? Again, the body and the brain gets very bored. And then when it can anticipate it, it may be satisfied, but it's not holy motherfucker. <laughs> it's not like, I remember my name and I can't see straight. I can't remember my name and I can't walk and I can't see straight is where sex is the best. <laughs> it's the place that you want to go to. It's like, it's like a roller coaster. All right, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Please reach out if you're like, oh, you know, I tried this new thing. Holy fuck, was it ever good? Thank you. Or if you were like, you know, you tried something new, let me know. Cause you know, and also it's as doms, here's the thing, as doms, it's good to have other dom-like friends. All right, which is kind of hard sometimes with personality traits. Dominant people tend to not play nice with other dominant people. But if you can figure out how to do it, I recommend it because we can learn from each other. When you share our experiences with one another, then it's like, ooh, and then they that person can add it like you hadn't thought of that. And it's also to, important to get the feedback from your subbies when you explore new things, what part of those things did they enjoy or didn't enjoy or whatever, and to give them the voice to communicate that with you because that's data that will help you corrupt them even more. <laughs> all right, you know where I am. If you need any sport help, training, do all things, you can find me at empressguy.com or guymorissette.com is the hub to all things that I do in the world. And until next time, stay kinky, stay horny, and open your imagination. Bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator... Um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments 
Also come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs>